Hello and welcome to Sweet Talk with Sugar Chef, the podcast, a platform for creators to chat about what really inspires them. They will share their life lessons that they've learned along the way, and most importantly, they'll tell us something sweet. Hey everybody, this is Chef Hollywood Player, affectionately known as Sugar Chef, and you're listening to Sweet Talk with Sugar Chef, the podcast, the show that highlights some of my favorite creative entrepreneurs and small business friends. Today, we're talking with the uber-talented, amazing mom, entrepreneur, artist of all artists, Zudega Nzinga Terrell. She's a fine artist, curator, art educator, and also the owner of Terrell Arts DC. Welcome to Sweet Talk with Sugar Chef, Zudega. Hello, hello. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to have you. I'm telling you, your art is absolutely amazing. And I love the fact that you um, recently did, um, I know you did recently did a show in Colorado and I know that's your hometown. Yes, it was really exciting to get back home. It's the first time I have been back in 10 years. And so I did um, the Beauty of Blackness Fine Art Festival. It's, it was their third year, so it's an annual festival. So it's in Fort Collins, um, Labor Day weekend at the Fort Hills Mall. So y'all should definitely put that on your calendar for next year if you're in that area. <laughs> so Colorado and DC, it's a long way. You're a long way from home. How did you get to the DC area? So I've been since I was in like middle school. I'm gonna be a famous artist and live in DC. And I had never even been oh, to wow. DC. Everybody was like, okay, you know, that's kind of wild, but you know, good luck on that, <laughs> you know. Um, and I just, uh, I ended up uh, when I was in my early 20s, I was touring the country doing spoken word poetry. And um, I ended up being able to have an opportunity to come to DC. And I loved it. Oh, I went to Hampton for a little while. I came up to DC yeah. and I loved it. Um, and every time I would come, I just would be like, I got to get back here. I got to get back here. And so really? the world moved and conspired to have me here. <laughs> and so you are. And we're absolutely glad to have you. Um, you're such a treasure to the community. So now, now I know what this is, but you're a mixed medium artist and designer. Can you explain to people who may not know what exactly does that mean? Absolutely. So my artwork incorporates um, many different tools. So I'm an acrylic painter. I collage with paper and fabric. I'm really inspired by quilting. So I sew on some of my paintings. I started out as an oil painter. So, you know, you'll see oil bars sometimes show up in the paintings. Um, I do carvings and uh, print cuts, paper dyeing, um, fabric dyeing. Um, silversmithing, a little bit of everything, and all of that will show up in my paintings in one way or another. Yeah, so, God, you just mentioned like a, a plethora of things. How like how did you get into that? Like, is it something that you were kind of, like, did your, did your family, your, are you come from a family of artists, or did your grandma teach you, did mama teach you, did dad teach you? How did you kind of get into that? Yes and no. So, uh, my mom 
definitely was a seamstress. So that is an aspect that has been passed down. So she taught me really young how to make quilts and how to sew. She would sew all her own clothes. Um, I sold a couple outfits and was like, yeah, you know, I really don't have an interest in this. And it, it, it ended up coming back around full circle later. Um, I have an older brother who's an artist. He does comics and um, animations. And I was always supposed to be a lawyer. You know, I, I got sent to school to, you know, that's that's what I was supposed to do. I was supposed to become this, like, famous Johnny Cochran-level lawyer. And, you know, wrong <laughs> with me. And um, I just ended up, all I wanted to do was paint. And so, you know, I'm self-taught. I literally went to like a Hobby Lobby and bought an uh, oil painting set. I didn't know what I was doing. I just, you know, started painting and then I got some charcoals. I was always really good at drawing. Um, so I got some charcoals and started doing charcoal drawings. And um, I ended up, I started a festival um, in my hometown in Aurora. I started the Aurora Black Arts Festival and I had a vendor not show up the first year. So, you know, when you do have a layout and if somebody's not there it's like missing a front tooth you know like it stands out right. and mom was like lay your art into the space so that you know it's continuous and so that's the first time I ever even showed anybody really that I was painting like that um and so I put some paintings out and people responded well to them they were not very good you know and <laughs> but people really like gave love and you know I really so I started to really show work more and practice um I got into doing when I first got to DC I was working on like getting 10,000 hours of painting so I just painted wow. all day I was reading every book I could find you know watching videos like in mm -hmm. every to teach myself how to really paint wow yeah, and that, that just goes to show with every artist, regardless if you're cooking, painting, singing, whatever you're doing, carpentry, whatever you're doing, we have to constantly practice. Yes. <laughs> we really do. We have yes. to constantly practice. Yes. And you know, when I grew up, I was a serious basketball player. And one of the things that I always remember, one of my favorite coaches, he will always be like, you know, it all goes back to fundamentals. And if your fundamentals are straight, then, you know, everything else will fall into place. And so just really applying that to life in general, like anything that I try to pursue, I try to make sure that the fundamentals are in place so that, yeah. you know, happens, whatever I come up against at the end of the day, I have my, my fundamentals to fall back on. Yeah. Yeah. You're such a, um, which kind of leads me to the next question. You know, you're such an amazing, well-rounded artist the different mediums that you use how did you find your passion for art I've always like loved art and fashion and design so I always tell the story about you know being in second grade and I was coloring earrings for kids and selling it to them um uh -huh. I've always, like, <laughs> always come to me I've always had something to sell like I'm one of them people that from that from early on from a really young child I've always had something to sell and we'll talk I will sell it to you I will talk you into it uh -huh. <laughs> and so you know I was always trying to like design things I always have my own style you know at school I would you know I come to school I wear a suit I'm a hand painted on the suit you know I've always been that type of person and so I think that when I really discovered um I was in my poetry books kind of sketching on the side and when I really started to 
um, play with the paint. I just, I loved it. And it, that's something that it really spoke to remembering the little person who always would say, like, I'm going to be this famous painter and I'm going to live in D.C. And just thinking about, like, you know, well, I know my path and I've always known my path. And so maybe I need to just lean into it. Um, and so, you know, I think that the more I painted, the more I, it reaffirmed the love that I have for for doing it and the passion that I have for doing it and I think that that made even the practice of it uh, feel like less work because it just is is what speaks from my soul yes and I know that um, you know like what motive what motivates you and how do you stay inspired um I am really inspired by the everyday like the moment I think a lot of us take for granted um, and you'll see, you can see that in a lot of my paintings, especially from the last couple of years, because a lot of things are just based on like simple pictures um, of me and my family or, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm trying to find there's these brothers that live around the corner and they sit outside their house in their lawn chairs. And I love just the way that they look, just these two black men. One of them has like really cool locks and one of them has like a really cool like blonde cut, haircut. They just have a really cool look and they just sitting outside the house talking. And you know, that's something that's so simple, but to me is so beautiful. So I find inspiration in, in those little moments like that. And particularly around, you know, my subject matter is is black family, black people, black community. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, especially when I'm just moving around amongst my people, and I see little interactions. Like I, I just finished a piece of um, little girls, you know, working each other's locks and standing mm-hmm. out. You know, just some things that are really simple like that. And um, you know, and I think that that the inspiration ties into you know, what keeps me moving forward is, you know, any time that I run, there's never a time that I run out of things to paint. Like, I have an idea, an idea will always present itself when I go to the grocery store or when I'm just walking down the street. Yeah, because I can remember meeting uh, Nikki, Nikki Giovanni at one of her book signings. I think it was her, if I'm not mistaken, it was her Racism 101 book, and I asked her, you know, Miss Giovanni, what keeps you motivated and what inspires you? And she said the exact same thing. She said, people inspire me. She said, people, people inspire me. So that's just amazing. Just no matter what type of artist you are, how people really do. We we really, you know, keep other artists inspired and, and we motivate people. That's so true. I love her. She really motivated the way that I go about setting up my day and the way that I value my time and listening to what my body needs or what my spirit needs in terms of how I navigate during the day. Um, You know, you're a busy woman, you know, you're a mom, wife, entrepreneur, and artist. So are there any other, you know, like artistic endeavors that you think you'd like to pursue or you'd like to kind of get into? Um, I'll probably have like a band one day just for fun. I'm not really like a great singer, but Uh enjoy doing and I've always wanted to like I used to sing a lot more and it was it was something that was always for fun you know and just felt good to do so I think I probably at some point would would like to have a band and get back into that yeah I kind of figured that's what that's what was going to be next for you after watching your stuff and following you on social media I said hmm I could see her having a band one day because I kind of knew when I (laughs) 
when I throw that across her, she'll probably say music, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, it is definitely something else creative and something else that's spiritual. I think that what appeals to me about it, especially now, is just that I don't have anything that I do now that isn't like really, I'm a big, I'm a very planned out person. But they're not anymore. Like I, I have these concepts and I have these specific ideas that I'm working to bring forth. And so I think that the singing, getting back into music um, will really give me a space to just do something that's just like straight from spirit and doesn't have to be so structured all the time. Yeah. So I noticed that you were talking about how you saw you know, like your brother paints and things like that. So do you see that, you know, artistic gift in your children? Yes, definitely with my oldest. Um, she has always been um, displaying her art with me because she's been, you know, that's my little right-hand man. Like, I take her everywhere and always have. So she's been on site at almost every mural I've ever done. Um, wow. At the show, she would put, we always would give her opportunities to put her art up. Um, when we were doing a lot of vendings and festivals and stuff, she would always have things there that she did when we were, when we had our merchandise line, she had pieces that she, you know, that were based on her work as well. So we definitely are big on like pushing the entrepreneurial spirit, but she recently has really picked up on, on her drawing again. Um, and it's been amazing to see, she just turned 13. And in the last year I had her co-teach a workshop with me. Um, and, you know, she taught us all how to do um, anime characters of ourselves. And so it was great to watch her come out that way. And then I just had her, um, I hired her as my assistant for my last two installations. So she helped me put up um, a permanent installation in the community of Hope's New Birthing Center um, in Bladensburg. Um, off of Bladensburg, and then um, an installation that I have in the National Liberty Museum in Philadelphia. She helped me build it out and like learned how to reupholster the furniture with me and how to work things. And so she's definitely um, headed in that artist direction in some way or another. Uh, my six-year-old shows a little bit of interest in it. He's a big critiquer of our art, so he'll come and he'll tell you what <laughs> um, whether you asked for him to do that or not he'll um he recently I was doing I was working on a picture of him and he didn't like the colors I was picking for the outfit he wanted me to do the outfit in different colors but it didn't go with the color story that I was telling in the piece and I was explaining that to him and he was like Trace it I'll do it myself and I traced it out <laughs> working on it on his own because he has a way that he feels like it should be done so he's kind of wow. like Fatigue. Um, so, if anything, I definitely see him <laughs> perhaps going into really critiquing art and really because he's seen a lot of different work. You yeah. Know? Especially because with homeschool, you know, we go, we have what's called Field Trip Friday. So, I take the kids to a new museum every Friday. They've been to every museum in DC. And wow. when we go on trips to drop off shows or take, you know, take vacation, we go to all the museums and the art museums. So, He's seen like probably Everything. of shows, yeah. And then wow. you know we're still waiting. I feel like one of them is going to be an accountant because <laughs> one of them is going to not like art or be tired of going to these galleries all the time. <laughs> yeah, but it's such a uh, enrichment, you know what I mean, just for young kids because a lot of kids don't really get into that. So to have, because I know your husband paints too. He's an artist as well, correct? Yes. 
yeah so I mean that's why I'm like it has to be in the DNA somewhere it may not necessarily be painting it could be an art it can be in all different kinds of things but I mean it's no way your mom and dad are artists you're not going to get some of that definitely and if nothing else I think even just having the opportunity to know that like you know we're not raising our kids to you know quote unquote get a job we're raising them to create opportunities for themselves Absolutely. and you know, whatever that looks like like even if one decides to become account- an accountant it's like okay cool how do I empower you to have your own accounts that you're managing exactly. you know, accountant. so like you go work you know go work up and train up under her but with the intent that we want you to branch out and be able to travel and experience your time and do your own thing but you know you got to make money to live so you know we're raising them to think that way and so if nothing else that entrepreneurial spirit is definitely embedded in all three yeah that's that's pretty awesome because uh, you know just the fact that you see that at such a such a young age of six and 13 it's like yeah, I was talking to my niece at one point and uh, she was like, you know, I really want to get into singing. And I just think about different singers that I know, vocals that I know, they really start out young because throughout the years, of course, you practice, practice, practice. And then by the time they're like 15, 16, 17, they're like, they're like well into it, you know? So I think that's great that you see at 13 that she's really inspired and she's doing her own thing. Yes, I'm excited to see how it blossoms. She's really into Japanese culture, so she wants to go to Japan. She's talking about how she's going to take me to Japan for six months, and I'm just like, okay, well, let's go. <laughs> okay, sounds like a plan. <laughs> so, how can people? You know, how can people find you on social media? Um, so my Instagram is at Sudeka, which is uh, Z as in zoo, S U D as in day, A Y K A. Um, and I'm the only one, like if you type in that Z-S-U-D, I'm the first one popping up. <laughs> um, you can also link to all of my social media on our website, which is terrellartsdc.com. Um, and there's little links on each of our artist pages that you can find all the social media. So each of my social media offers a little bit something different. So, you know, if you follow me on Instagram, you see a lot of like progress Um, videos and a lot of like how the art's coming along talking about the art Um, I'm about to debut my subscription service on the Instagram Um, on my Facebook I really I crack a lot of jokes and we talk a lot about social issues and so you know I try to keep it funny and lighthearted but it's the the comment section's not always for the faint of heart so (laughs) and I don't much art there like it's more um conversations with people i have people from all walks of life and sometimes it can get a little wild like it was wild yesterday um <laughs> so you know if you like funny commentary and things like that that's a good place to follow me and so every now and again i dab some art in there but um okay. you know and it, but if you subscribe to the website you know you get a little bit of everything yeah so you just mentioned your subscription uh so do you have any other upcoming events or projects that you'd like to share so i'm about to have um my next solo uh, opens october 1st at the national institute of health in um bethesda um i have we're gonna have our annual holiday party this year so we weren't able to have it the last two years of course because of the panini um but we're bringing (laughs) back and we're um, hosting it at the studio in Georgetown, September. Um, that's going to be popping. The last time we had it, you know, it was at our house and it was packed. Like you couldn't get up in this joint. They ate up all the food in about 10 minutes. 
Um, <laughs> we had a time. The band was fire. So, you know, we're going to do that again. It, it's an opportunity to come do a studio visit and you can see some of what we're working on because there's a lot of things that, you know, we're not showing folks that we're working on. Um, okay. We'll have the band cracking. Um, my husband right now has a solo at the Baltimore on floor. Um, he's getting ready to do upstate New York. Uh, he's got a solo up in Harlem right now. I've got an installation at the National Liberty Museum in Philadelphia through October 30th. Um, October 12th, I think I'll have um, a chair in an exhibition called Pull Up a Chair at the Sandy Springs Museum. Um, I've got two pieces going into the Baltimore airport. Um, wow. Yes. <laughs> you are busy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're really blessed to be able to, to continue to thrive and do our thing in many different ways. So, yeah. Honored to have been allowed to, to flourish in this way because it's not everybody gets to do what they love. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's, that's true. So, um, so have you encountered any like adversity in the in the art world and do you have any advice for any young artists who may face the same obstacles absolutely and it really is about growth and same thing happens with music artists or chefs or things like that you know you i mean my mentor taught me that you know at some point you will be you will be working a job and that you'll learn as much as you can and then it's time for you to move on you have to go and learn some, some from someplace else Right. And like, even as a chef, if you wanted somebody to mentor you, you can't come in and start out cooking them day two. You know? Right. right. Even, you might know deep inside that you're better than them, but you have to respect what they're going to lend to you. Yeah. And, and and you offer that, you have to show them that respect and that humility. And that's a, that's a decision that has to be made, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So I know that you have a, a big role in the arts and humanities community in the D.C. area. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yes. So I am um, vice president of Black Artists in D.C. Um, I haven't been as active in these last couple of months because I've been out of town basically half the month um, running around doing these shows. Um, but, you know, we are still out here alive and kicking. So, you know, definitely uh, look up Black Artists of D.C. if you're in the D.C. area and looking for an artist community. Um, you know, we have in our meetings every fourth Sundays. They're um, still virtual and we'll be moving into more in-person activities pretty soon. Um, I do a lot of curating around the city, so I'll be dropping a couple of calls for art coming up pretty soon. Um I also I'm on a lot of and have been on a lot of different grant panels and advisory panels for some of the um, grant opportunities and programmatic opportunities. And so I know this next year, because I'm going to be kind of slowing down a little bit to focus on work. I definitely want to offer more opportunities for people if you're working on a grant or working on a proposal to bring it in so I can look over it and give you some feedback and some things that might help make it stronger because I've learned a lot. Um, from being in these circles and particularly if you're somebody from Ward 7 or 8 that is just looking for some like feedback on a grant application or on a um, project proposal you know I'm, I'm really trying to sit down with folks and give them all the jewels that I have seen sitting in these rooms so that we can uh, strengthen the way that we show up so you know those are some of the things I'm doing right now 
Um, I'm working on this program that also targets uh, Ward 7 and 8 um, Black American identified women artists who are trying to um, get up and coming that should launch in the spring um, that I'm really excited about. Wow, that's that's awesome. It's, it's great that you reach back. We have to, you know, that's the only way. Anytime that I'm blessed to, to get into a door, you know, I'm definitely leaving it open for others to come behind me because there's enough for everybody. Uh, there really is. So, Last but not least, whisper something sweet in our ear. Um, my pearl of wisdom would be that um, if you have an idea and you tell somebody or you you know you try to get your idea going and they tell you no, don't give up on that idea. You keep that same idea and streamline it, make it better. And if you if you try to give it to somebody else and they tell you no, don't give up that idea. You keep that idea and you think about it deeper and you streamline it and think about how to make it better. And you make it better and better because there's going to come a point where somebody will tell you yes. And when they tell you yes, it's because it's going to be ready. And all the little pieces maybe you didn't think about are going to be back in place. And there you have it. Thank you so much for your time and positive energy. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen, I've had an incredible conversation with Zudeka and Zinga Terrell. She's a fine artist, curator, or educator of Terrell Arts DC. Thank you so much, Zudeka, for your time. Thank you. And you're listening to Sweet Talk with Sugar Stuff, the podcast. You've seen me baking in some of the best kitchens on Food Network. Now you can bake with me, virtually. Contact Sugar Chef to schedule a private or group baking class. Visit us at www.sugachef.com to schedule your private or group baking class. Making life sweeter, one dessert at a time. Thank you for tuning in to Sweet Talk with Sugar Chef, the podcast.